use your need to know Smurf and Hutch with whoever so they made the show Welcome Rugby Under 85 Competition Podcast brought to you by Smurf and Hutch This week on the potty, Dave and I are joined by Jimmy Kidd, a founding father from the Old Boys. We talk his history in the grade and how it's gone regrouping the boys for the National Cup. Then we review and preview the National Cup for this week before signing off with the Spates Rapid Quick Fire. Enjoy. All right, well, welcome to episode 13 of the Auckland 85's pod. Uh, this week, we've got Jimmy Kidd from uh, Old Boys, fresh off victory in the weekend, and we've got Smurf as well back. How are we, fellas? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Yeah, good for some another stunner day on Saturday for some, some footy. Uh, some burnt again, but uh, well worth it. Yeah, yeah, shit. It's, um, it's hardly even spring footy. It feels like summer footy, doesn't it? But it's pretty good. The, the decks are all in good shape. Yeah, yeah. Certainly the best uh, Western Springs deck um, I've ever played. Well, stood on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not as you were running the gumboots on Saturday, Smurf. You're expecting rain. Oh, I just... Come for all options. It's always all options. Yeah, the um, the, the um, gum boots and the singlet combo really just you got everything there. Yeah, yeah, sort of push the boundaries as far as fashion goes. Yeah. Um, well, this week uh, for the pod anyway, it'll be um, we've obviously got we've had Rodders on uh, from Old Boys earlier in the in the season, but we've got Jimmy this week. Given that um, Old Boys had a good victory in the weekend, so we thought we'd chew the fat, um, see how they're going. Um, yeah, it'll all really be based around the, the national comp that's going on at the moment. Um, but we'll also, Jimmy's been involved with the old boys for, um, I'm a, I'm, I feel like it's over 10 years, but he'll correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but aside from that, we've also got the um, Invitational Sevens that's still going ahead, Smurf. You had any update there? Uh, not too many updates, but uh, I think uh, now that we're in level one, that should be all um, full steam ahead for Patamahoe and at the end of the month. So, yeah, hopefully a few rigs down at training tomorrow night at uh, Colin Maiden. Yeah. Have we had a view on uh, any any names of note have joined the, the Sevens team or is it still uh, TBC? Yeah, I think still a few mysteries, but uh, I'll see if I can uh, uh, extract some information from um, from Stevie Arnold. He's, he's pretty elusive, so uh, see what we can find out. Yeah, fair enough. Um, oh, well, Jimmy, it's, um, as I said, really good to have you on, mate. Um I think a few of us in the grade obviously know who you are. You've been involved with GTEC Old Boys for a while, but do you want to give us a sort of quick background and uh, and how you've been involved, how you came to be involved, I guess, and um, I guess what's what's kept you in the grade for so long? Yep, absolutely. So, um, yeah, we've I've been involved since our first year was 2008. We started the Old Boys. Um, just a bunch of us lads from school, just, I don't know how we got onto it. We're just like, yeah, let's start a rugby team. There's only about 15 of us at the time. Um and it was pretty tough going for the first couple of years. You know, we were scraping together players every weekend. I think that first year we had one of the guys who was meant to be our manager because he was about 95 kilos, but he ended up uh, pretty much running on the field every single game just to help us out, you know, just hide in the sheds and sort of pop out once uh, <laughs> once the first whistle had gone. Um, so, yeah, been involved since then, and sort of the team went from a bunch of guys at school who didn't really know what they were doing, and we sort of slowly added a few few guys along the way and um, sort of progressed up the ladder, managed to win the, um, the plate in 2011, I think it was. And then sort of, then we hit the merger um, 2014, which was interesting. And we took a few players from the Tunny Fars and um, 
that sort of helped us out. And since then, we've sort of been hanging around the top of the uh, the top div. So, yeah, we've this is, I think, my 13th season um, in the grade since starting it all off, which is, yeah, it's been bloody good times, really. Um, I suppose what keeps me around is just probably the off-field stuff, you know, like some of the mates you've uh, you played with in the team, um, you know, get on the hiss afterwards. And that's sort of what it's all about, really, in 85s. Yeah, yeah, nice. And um, obviously this year you guys, um, I guess you've actually been in the top four, I suppose, for the last probably three or four years, at least seven years. So obviously this year was shaping up pretty well as well. How did you guys feel like you were tracking as, um, I guess, until COVID put the brakes on things? Yeah, I think we've been top four, well, a wee while now. Apart from last year, I think we just missed out to the debts. Um, we ended up fifth and ended up winning the, the plate against the Pekaranga after playing the Fars and the... Um, the plate semi so now nah, we were tracking pretty well this year I think we um we had quite a few new guys sort of join last year and we're sort of just um churning over a little bit and um getting a little bit younger which we needed to do because you know quite a few of us in there over 30 and um <laughs> starting to get a few tired legs so yeah tracking well I mean we had a good win against the um the hustlers and then that 10 all draw against the lizards and we we're all set to uh to take on the squids before it all went tits up so yeah yeah, a little bit unfortunate, but it's just been that sort of year, isn't it? I was going to say, how many points do you think you would have put on the squids that, that game? <laughs> oh, well, they're typically low-scoring games, and we tend to play some of the other top teams. So, you know, maybe 15 at a stretch, but, but who knows, mate? We were, <laughs> we, were, we were rounding up pretty nicely. So, yeah, would have been interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you been in litigation with uh, Spates yet, trying to get your pellet for holding the shield at the end of the season yet? Uh, I was going to wait until the um, the sort of national cup had sort itself out, but I think Kingy from the club has um, sort of asked, and I I didn't think he got very far with Auckland rugby. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'd heard a whisper that it was up for grabs this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I had actually thought that you know if we maybe if we had come up against the squids who we were due to play in that sort of next game, we could have um, could have gone to Spates and said, hey, what do you think? But yeah, oh, if anyone's got a contact, mate, you know it's better than um, the piss just sitting at the factory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked to Jack Halpin. He's he's uh, well entrenched with Spates, so um, he's he's coaching the squid. So yeah, have a chat to him. Yeah, M- might be a merch pack. Yeah, you might you <laughs> might get a couple of merch packs for the boys. Having having said that, what what sizes will we need to dish out? Because I see that Rodders is not um, hasn't been stripping recently. Is he? Is he been bulking? Yeah, he has been. Um, COVID wasn't kind to old Rodders, so I think he jumped on the scales last week, and it was. About 93, 94. So, um, yeah, he sort of, I think, mailed it in for the rest of this season. Um, for 85s anyway, I think he had a game for Prezies somewhere along the line, um, sort of pre the, the second lockdown. Um, managed to get underweight for one of the games, and then the Fars sort of gave him a dispensation for, for the games against them. So that's sort of been his season to date. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's a slippery slope once you get into the 90s. <laughs> um, I, know, I know that too well. It's probably about... 2005 when I was last in the 90s. Um, yeah. It was intermediate, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was early in my schooling. Um, yeah. So obviously, as you said, Jimmy, a few highlights over the years. We'll go maybe go back again to. Um, I believe it was 2015. You guys won the won the the banner, wasn't it? Yeah, 2015 was the was our banner. I'd say probably one of my highlights would have even been the season before that, and we. Um, we ended the Raiders unbeaten streak. They'd gone like three seasons undefeated in the grade. Um, 
and we'd sort of always had them in our sights. We were sort of just coming up, um, getting a bit better, and we'd always wanted to be the team that, that tipped them off and um, managed to do it down at um, Oraki Domain, which was hell of an occasion. I think they'd even forgotten to bring the shield with them. You know, they just didn't bring it to games anymore. It had been so long, but managed to sneak that one off them, um, which was, uh, yeah, pretty pretty good memory looking back on it. But, yeah, certainly 2015, it was um, just our year for whatever reason. I actually broke my arm in the first preseason game of that year. So we... At the start of the merger, we'd sort of decided to go Tunny Fuzz and Old Boys, and we decided the Old Boys were the A-team. But 2015, we sort of sat down and, you know, it was up for grabs again what we were going to do with the two teams um, and ended up breaking my arm in the first preseason game. So I just said, no, nah, we need to keep it Old Boys, Tunny Fuzz, A and B, and I'll coach the Old Boys. So ended up coaching that year. Um, and, yeah, we had a bit of an up-and-down season, I think, with two, game, two games left or three games left in the season. We needed to win every single one. And we didn't. We lost to, I think, Papatoe or something and then relied on another result. And then we beat Witek in the last one just to even make the semis. Yeah. And um, then, of course, there was the infamous charge down out at Western Springs. Um, it <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, yeah. again, probably one of the, uh, the favourite memories from the memory bank. And um, then we had the 10-all uh, the draw out at Waitakere to, to seal it off. So, yeah, hell of a season, really. Bit of, bit of grit and determination. Absolutely. Um, obviously, it's not, I guess, it's easy enough to pull together a good team of, um, of, of players from an 85 team. But what do you think, obviously, that year was pretty special. But what do you think it actually takes to, I mean, I think we've all been involved in good teams here that haven't kicked on and won a championship. But what do you think, I guess, was different about that year? Or what do you think it actually takes to, to, to go that extra mile and actually win, win the championship? Yeah, I think you need good depth. One of the things we've learned, like we've always had been able to put a pretty good 15 on the park, but the problem is, it's, you know, this grade you get injuries, you'd normally get a, a lot of them at one time. You've got to be able to sort of have those next guys that step up and, um, you know, can really actually fill the position and not just sort of be a passenger, I suppose. So having a good squad um, and, yeah, just being able to turn up every week, you know, it's it's quite top in the, um, tough in the top four. So, you know, you slip up one week and... Um, anyone can tip you up really and it's normally pretty tight in that race for sort of semi-finals and you know bonus points come into it um so yeah just a bit of consistency and having a having a deep squad I think you know we've had plenty of years when we've sort of got halfway through and we've had to you know pick up the phone and sort of ring someone that hung up the boots four or five years ago and ask them if they want to have a little trot on the wing so yeah Whereabouts are you sort of trying to recruit from? People just turn up through the club or is there sort of a bit of a target um, or plan for, for growing that player base? Yeah, initially it was just through the club. Um, I mean, we had people coming from all sorts. One of our managers found someone at the airport. He was just wearing an Irish jersey and he got bored. And I think there was this guy Malachi in year two or three. He was probably the worst rugby player I've ever seen or played with. Um <laughs> turned up to training in a rash shirt I think the first time one of the quicksilver <laughs> ones and we're just like oh my god what have we got here Hopefully, but, um, <laughs> but um, yeah I mean at the moment we've just sort of had a few key guys sort of tried to tap the shoulders of some younger guys and they've eventually brought more mates through you know and so all of a sudden we've got one guy who's sort of 23, 22 all of a sudden there's four, five, six and that's sort of what we've seen over the last couple of years you know these guys have sort of built the team and it's now their team more than you know Back in the day, it was sort of our team, and everyone was sort of our age. So, yeah, yeah, bit of targeted stuff like that. We don't, we sort of um, after the merger, we sort of let most of the new club players try and go to the Tunny Fars um, after those first couple of seasons because 
they were um, they fell off pretty hard after we sort of split the teams and um, yeah, Wade Banks in particular did quite a lot of work just to try and keep them going. Um, and full credit to him, you know, it's it's great they've sort of got a decent squad now and um, you know, giving it a good crack. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Now, I'll ask you the same question, Smith. What do you think it takes to? You obviously had some success in the 85s grade and toured away for a long time. What do you think? I mean, aside yeah. from having some handy players, but yeah, yeah, I think um, like definitely depth is a big one. Um, I think there's like we've obviously had quite a big squad of, of varying talents um, the last few years, and the club's always wanted a bit of a push to see if we could get a second team, but it's it's really difficult to do that with and have two good teams with you know that depth to be able to win it. You know, you want with 85s, you've got guys going away for weekends, um, weekends away, there might be snow or you know, dirty weekends or whatever. You know, you've got to be able to fill it in. So I think the certainly the, the two years that we've won it, um, we've had really strong depth and we could have you know, probably last year was sort of a, a sign that we lost Jimmy Murray is probably one of our best players and you know, Brando just jumped in at ten and, and ran the cutter for the last couple of weeks and you know, still really, went really well. So yeah, I think depth is a, a massive one, but also just getting that culture right. I think it's one of those things of getting, you know, 30 guys pulling in the same direction. If you get that, then you're, you're halfway there, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. couldn't agree more. Um, all right, well, that's a, that's a pretty uh, pretty good history in yourself, Jimmy, but we'll, um, we'll quickly um, move along and talk a bit more about the national comp, but we'll start with... Um, We'll start with a game that you just had in the weekends. Um, you guys were up against Papakura, um, got up 35-10. Do you want to give us a quick rundown of how it unfolded? Yeah, it was um, it was bloody hot out there, to be honest. I needed the sunscreen. I mean, we got off there at halftime, and Amon was sort of <laughs> asking if anyone had any sunscreen. But, yeah, we um, we scored in the first couple of minutes. We actually uh, had the pilot, having the pilot play for us, um, and he managed that. to... That's grubby. <laughs> no, you can't keep them out of the national comp, you know. Yeah, true. True. Um, stage. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, he he crossed for the uh, the first try. We were up early. Um, Papakura came back and scored right on half time. So uh, I think we scored two tries. We were two tries to one up at half time, um, and then we just managed to score again in the second half. It got a bit scrappy. I mean, everyone was gassed and um, the boys were blowing and there were a lot of penalties for offsides. We were lucky not to get a sin, but I think they had one at one stage. But, um, yeah, managed to... We scored a try right on full-time as well. It sort of probably made it a little bit more flat, look a little bit more flattering than it was. But now it was a good performance from the boys after sort of two months off. We didn't have any pre-season hit out, um, pre-comp hit-outs or anything like that. So straight into the fire. And now the boys played well. It's good, good to be back out there. Yeah, nice. You, you, as you as you messaged me on um, Saturday, Smurf, the tab would have taken an absolute bath with the pilot first try. Yeah, I think they've cancelled all betting on uh, the eighty fives after that. Yeah, um, he would have been. Yeah, he, would but, have been uh, sure. he would have been six, seven bucks. But I would have been all over that. What any? I mean, obviously, Papakura now out of the competition. But was it good to kind of play someone from outside of the outside of the comp, Jimmy? Like, was there sort of any differences you noticed? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the beauty. You know, we've been playing the same teams for the last 10, 13, whatever years, um, which is great. Don't get me wrong. There's some good rivalries there. But, you know, exciting to play a team that, you you know, you know nothing about. You've never come up against, you know, good vibes up in the um, the club room afterwards. You know, they all came up for a feed and a beer and all that sort of stuff. So, no, it was, um, it was great. And I think that's, that's the beauty of this comp, you know, crossing with uh, teams that you've, 
never played before and you know yeah it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't noticeably more physical or quicker or anything like that it was uh i think the weather meant it was pretty quicker you know it was a dry track out there and um so yeah some good running rugby i think it slowed down a little bit after everyone um got the wind taken out of them after the first sort of <laughs> 10 15 minutes or certainly for me you know i was just walking around after that but no it was um yeah was how, good, did, how did the cornwall park deck go it's probably been a while since you played on there Oh, she's like concrete, mate. There's, there's not a lot of sand on that one. So um, as you can imagine, it gets pretty muddy in winter. But right now, it's uh, it's like concrete. We're out training on there tonight. And um, yeah, you don't really want to want to get tackled on that deck. So there's a few uh, few sore bodies, that's for sure. Oh, the Hussies and GTEC have that to look forward to again this weekend. Not much rain forecast. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. It's not as bad as the rifles turf. But um, yeah, yeah it, was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty hard out there. Yeah, and um, looking through the rest of the results from the weekend, uh, I think apart from the Lizards getting up 54-12 over Pukekohe, every other game in the national comp was split by four points or less. So um, Paniki beat Morrinsville, who are the top Waikato team. Um, saw a few comments on the book that Paniki were completely stacked, but um, we'll see We'll see about that. Um, then Avalon got up over Maris, 22-18. Uh, Fraser Tech drew with Eastbourne 22 all. Um, apparently, on countback, Eastbourne get the victory. I don't know why. I mean, look. first try scorer rule, rule Jimmy. Yeah. You'd uh, rate yeah. that? I would. Yeah, we've uh, we've won a final and lost a final on countback, so I know it very well. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a knockout competition. Surely, there's scope for extra time. Um, oh, was there no extra time there? Was that just and, uh, 80, 80 minutes gone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think if you asked all the players how they'd how they'd like to have it decided, they'd probably say extra time rather than a countback. But or, or a cheeky golden point or, or something. I think yeah. uh, particularly, I think both teams had travelled about three or four hours to Taupo for the game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a real bastard. Um, but yeah, then as we said, Lizards got up fifty four twelve. That sounded like pretty comprehensive. Josh Toyer, got, I think, got another hat trick. Um, yeah, I think they've uh, not quite as big a signing as the pilot, but the the Costa brothers. Uh, who are sort of uh, royalty at the Eden Club, all under 85 kilos, so having a bit of a trot. So I think that uh, adds, certainly adds some weaponry into that that uh, Lizard's back line. Yeah, do we have any intel on how they went? I imagine pretty well, but... Uh, yeah, I think they scored... Yeah, I think uh, one of them scored a couple tries and the other one scored another, so three tries for them. So, um, that's a, yeah. That's a classic, right? So they'll be ones to watch. Surely Sevens is going to take them out of contention in the next few weeks. But uh, we'll see, I guess. Um, yeah, well, seeing that National uh, Cup trophy um, in a few pictures last night, you know, who knows, might be a big carrot. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, exactly. Might, they might they might pull pin on Sevens. Um, and then we had Peter Mahoe beat Messi, 1918. Uh, obviously, Brad on the pod last week, he, was, he thought it would be a pretty tight encounter. He wasn't wrong. Um, and then a bit of an upset, I think, with Karaka beating East Coast Bays 25-22. East Coast Bays were the top-ranked Harbour team. They went down to Karaka, who were uh, fifth in counties, I believe. But um, again, might have had a, a few new recruits in the, in the I guess, the off-season. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's shaping up this weekend. We've got uh, Waioku playing the Lizards. Um, Smurf and myself played a game of three halves, um, Squids and Hustlers. Um, on Saturday, Waioku certainly will give um, Eden a pretty good run, so it should be interesting. And then we've got Hustlers versus Old Boys, which should be a cracker at Cornwall Park. 
Um, and then we've got Squids versus Peter Mahoe um, at Colin Maiden. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go through and get your guys' thoughts on these games. Um, Smurf, starting with you, Waioku Lizards. What do you, what do you, who are you tipping? You've seen both these teams now. Yeah, it's seen sort of both the teams, but sort of a little bit hard to um, know how they'll go against each other. I think Waioku, you know, uh, pretty solid four pack. They're obviously, they seem quite in tune with what they were doing. Obviously, quite well drilled. Uh, they've got a. 15 with Dreads, who's pretty sharp, so he's certainly someone to, to watch. We knew that going into the game, and we said, don't give the 15 any space, and we did once, and um, they sliced us, and they scored. So, yeah, so got to watch him. Uh, I think that, that Eden result on um, Saturday would have to make them favourites, though, so I, I think I'll, I'll tip Eden to, to win this one. Nice. Jimmy, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm probably going to stay the same after seeing that Eden result. Yeah, I think the Lizards will get up there. Um, are we doing margins as well? Yeah, margins, mate. Yep, so I'll go Lizards 1-12. to 12. I think um, I think Waioku will keep it tight for Lizards to, to take it. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, I thought Waioku, it sounds like just talking to a few of the guys that haven't been playing together for quite a while, so it's um, always a huge advantage. But, yeah, I think with these, uh, these fresh legs that Eden have got in, they might be pretty hard to stop. They were going pretty well in the back end of the season, so pushed you guys pretty close for that draw. Jimmy, so I'll go with I'll go with Lizards Unders, I think. Um, and then the next game, uh, we've got Hustlers versus GTEC. Obviously, know where you guys are going to go, but uh, we'll still get your thoughts anyway. Smurf, you can kick things off. Oh, it's going to be a pretty uh, tight affair, I think. Um, I think the the key for us will be trying not to get into the the old boys scrap. And um, yeah, try and get the ball moving a little bit. But yeah, it's going to be pretty. I'm unfortunately not going to be there. I'm going to be in Wellington. So hopefully, uh, whoever's running the gram for both teams is uh, is on fire, so I can try and keep up with the goings on. But yeah, I think the game we played earlier this year, we just got caught in in GTX game, played their game, and they just feed off your mistakes. So uh, I think the tricks maybe maybe not make them. So um, yeah, boys will be pretty fizzed after the, the result. At the start of, uh, start of the year, so yeah, hustlers, hustlers, twelve and under. Yeah, oh, not thirteen plus. Nah, nah, If I was there, then maybe thirteen plus. But yeah, fair enough. They're know. gonna lose. They're gonna lose a bit on the bench from whether you out there, without you there. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of yelling. Yeah, yeah, what getting about, in the referee's ear. What about you, Jimmy? Obviously, we take it tipping the old boys, but how are you how are you fearing any injuries? Uh, yeah, I think there's a few boys that are a little bit banged up from uh, from the weekend, but. Look, no, absolutely have to back the boys. I think we'll uh, we love a good arm wrestle, arm wrestle against the um, the hustlers. So I'll take the old boys one to twelve, and maybe a bonus bet of having a charge down try in the game. <laughs> yeah, shut the bonus bet on that for sure. <laughs> How, how's Theo going with the two trainings? Uh, Theo's been working on Rakino, so <laughs> we don't see him during the week. <laughs> oh, no, it's just just playing, playing privilege. Just, just playing, yeah, yeah. Nah, he just um, turns up, but he's got enough energy, you know. So yeah, probably make, yeah, probably make him loose off the bench. Probably make practices a bit easy to manage without him there, anyway. Yeah, he doesn't really listen anyway, so it's not too much of a loss, you know. No. Uh, yeah, I think he spent mo- spends most of the re- the rep season getting rub downs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, but be interesting. It was a pretty new look um, back line. Well, I mean we. Hadn't actually played the Hustlers this year, so it's hard to say that. But quite a few backs I hadn't seen play for the Hustlers before. But um, 
kind of gave you guys a little bit of a different edge, not really the traditional hustler style that I've known in the past. So it should be interesting sort of match up in the back line with the old boys, I think. But um, I think looking at the two packs, you guys have got very similar packs year on year. So I think it'll be just a absolute ding dong up front. It'll probably be who's got who's got more legs really and who can last. Um, but yeah, it's very hard for me to pick this when you're both looking at me on the Zoom. Um, but I am going to go Hustlers 12 and under here, I think. Um, just. I think it's going to be, yeah, it'll be a scoring play in it. Wouldn't be surprised if we have a count back, so make sure you guys score first. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. The other the other game is Squids versus Peter Mahoney at Colin Maiden. Jimmy, what do you think about that? Obviously, you haven't seen Peter Mahoney, I don't think, but. No, I haven't seen Peter Mahoney, but that's my old man's club, so I'm going to have to tip them. Um, Peter Mahoney, 1 to 12. I think it'll be close. Obviously, the Squids at home, but I think they'll. Uh, They'll squeeze that one. Yeah, fair enough. Smurf, what about you? What did you make of Saturday? Obviously, for the reader's context, um, the Hustlers won the first half in the game of three halves against the Squids. I think it was 12-5 or something like that. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think um, the, um, for the first hit, I think the Squiddies look, look pretty good. I mean, there was a few, quite a bit of rolling subs and things like that. It's a little bit hard to get continuity, but it was good. Well, actually, it wasn't good at the time, but uh, see the big broth, um, yeah, you give him the ball in space, he's a bloody hard man to stop. So, um, yeah, I think um, I think Brad might still be having nightmares of um, his game um, against Counties a couple of years ago where he, uh, like he scored three tries. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think a bit, if you can get the ball uh, out wide in space to, to broth, I think um, might be too strong. But um, I also wouldn't be, but, yeah, they're pretty hardy um, country boys out in, in Patamahoe. So, yeah, I think you've got to be careful that you don't take the eyes off the prize. I think if, if apparently uh, last night a few of the, the squid boys were already talking about Karaka uh, the following week. So, yeah, keep your eyes on the prize <laughs> in front of you. I'm not surprised that was that was Zeb who's not even playing. So yeah, good on him. <laughs> and, and he touched the trophy. Yeah, yeah, that's ludicrous. And then the other games, I mean, we we, we can just speculate. But uh, Eastbourne are playing Wellington, um, and Paniki are playing Avalon. I think I don't know anything about any of those teams apart from Case Case from the Hustlers used to play for Eastbourne and Paniki. Yeah, really. Stacked. So I think it, yeah, Eastbourne made the finals. So I think they were ranked number two. Um, so. Um, I think they'd fancy themselves against uh, Wellington because, um, yeah, for, for some reason, the the upheart reins pulled out. So, um, yeah, so you'd, you'd have to think that um, Eastbourne would um, be looking forward to that. And um, it'd be interesting because I don't think Paniki um, 85s had that great a season, but it sounds like they're taking it pretty seriously. Yeah, they've got, you know, some of the, the club's top coaches and um, a mixture of prem, prem reserves and Colts. So basically a, a brand new team. So a few more trainings under their belt and um, I think they'll, yeah, go pretty well. So I think that game's a, a, a real unknown, but yeah, be pretty interesting. See yeah, how it goes. One of our lads, or one of the guys who used to play for us, Horse, he plays for Avalon. So um, be backing them to get up there. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll follow you in with the horse, no doubt. It's a great nickname. Go them up over Paniki. Uh, nice one. Cool. All right, we're looking forward to seeing how it unfolds this weekend. And then uh, following weekend, we're into quarterfinals. So it uh, gets to the pointy end pretty quickly. So it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, sadly, one of you guys uh, will, will uh, no longer be live in the comp. But um, I'm sure you guys will both uh, give it a pretty bloody good crack on Saturday. 
Um, but we'll move along. Um, won't keep you too much longer, Jimmy. But we've got the Spates Rapid Quick Fire that we get all our guests to, to rattle through. You've seen the questions. Um, so we'll just get into it, eh? Uh, what, what's, the, what's the best ground you've played at or been involved in playing at in uh, Auckland 85's grade? Um, besides our own? No, you can choose your own. Yeah, I think probably. Give it a good spiel, though. Yeah, Oraki Domain, you know, it's a hell of a nice grounds down there. You've got the club room, got a nice little view out there on the deck. And um, you've got the choice. You've got the number one and the number three now that are both um, nice and quick with the sand. Or if you want to, you put yourselves on two. Gets a bit muddy in the middle of the season, so you can have a bit of an arm wrestle if you've got a good pack, which is what we like, you know. Yeah. We've had a few, uh, few good encounters in that number two field. So, yeah, definitely Oraki Domain for me. Yeah, nice. What about the worst ground? Oh, probably either the Rifles Turf or out at Marist. Um, Rifles Turf, just because I hate playing on that. Um, and the ground out at Marist, you know, if you get a bad day out there, it's just, it's no, it's no fun at all, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty common answers for worst ground, unfortunately. Uh, what about the best on-field player you've, you've played against? Best on-field player? Well, probably the two guys that have had some success against us, Geo from the Hustlers or KP from the Squids always seem to to do well against us. So probably those two guys. Yeah, always G a bit of a handful when we come up against them. Yeah, Geo hasn't had any shout-outs in the pod, but geez, he was an absolute force to be reckoned with when he was at a, in his heyday, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mark, yeah, yeah. Mark, so, yeah, he um he was living across the road from, from Western Springs and saw us training one night and just, yeah, came over and he had, I don't think he'd ever really played much rugby. He was a leaguey and yeah, pretty pretty raw. But the sort of the first time we saw him play, he was just smoking dudes, putting on big hits, and then um, yeah, sort of uh, I guess we had to sort of teach him the advantages of not running straight into people and running um, through them um, instead of over them. But um, he still loved to be in open space and just eye up the defender and run, try and run over them. But yeah. Yeah, it's good you've got him involved in the coaching now as well. Really good. Um, what about the best off-field player that you've come across, Jimmy? Uh, probably Tom Schalke, who used to play for us a couple of years ago. He was actually um, the guy who organised the Providor sponsorship for us for, well, not this year, but a couple of years before that. But, you know, he's a great guy to get on the, uh, the hiss with after the game. Yeah, nice. Who was well, he wasn't the guy who used to commute up from, like, Queenstown, was he? Who was that? Yeah, that, that's the one. So he, he moved back down to Timaru and we flew him up for a couple of weekends um, when we were a bit short. So, geez, that's, that's bit a bit of a shift. That's almost professional rugby player like. Yeah, well, we actually had one before that, one of the guys, um, one of our originals, Tom Bilkey, who um, moved down to Christchurch for a season and he would actually drive up from Christchurch for quite a few of the weekends and drive back down at the end of it. What, drive, <laughs> drive from Christchurch to Auckland? Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Good, for, good on him. Fear, on fear, fear of flying or? No, I think he just, um, he had a company car and just, you know, so he'd, <laughs> he'd finish work on the Friday and just up he, up he went and, you yeah, know. A good was, cost uh, saver. Absolutely. No, he was a good lad, eh? Sure as employee would be stoked with, employer would be stoked with that. Probably <laughs> once a week. Return. Probably got a, probably got a pay rise. They're like, geez, you're clocking up some Ks. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. What about the biggest grub you played against? You've probably, probably come across a few over the years. Yeah, probably a few over the years. Um, I'd probably say not any one in particular from the team, but there was a team that 
the from Mount Wellington. I think they're called the Mount Wellington Brothers that we played earlier on in sort of my uh, 85s career. And every time we played them, there was multiple cards. You know, it was uh, they were more interesting in fight, fighting than than rugby sometimes. But yeah, yeah, you're often lucky to leave with your head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, needless to say, no longer in the grade. <laughs> um, what about best club room for a post-match beer apart from your own? Probably either Varsity or Marist. Yeah, true. I'd say both, both good venues. You know, Varsity, yeah, great place, especially a bit sunny outside, you know, and Marist is, especially when they've had those open days, you know, getting everyone together, that's probably where the good memories come from. Yeah, true. Fair, fair enough. We haven't given Maris enough good shout outs for their after match facilities. It's actually quite nice up there. Or yes, see view. Yeah, Although there's probably a wind. Yeah, a bit of excitement to get out of the wind and get into the club rooms. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, well, that's bloody good. Cheers, Jim. As, uh, as I said, really appreciate having you on this week to talk a bit of shop and uh, looking forward to seeing how you guys go this weekend against the Hustlers. I'll be. If, uh, if we weren't playing, I'd certainly be heading along to have a little peek and see see how you guys go. It should be a good one. Um, you got anything to sign off for the Smurf or we, uh, we're going to wrap this thing? No, no, let's just uh, rip into it and, um, yeah, we'll see what happens uh, next week. Um, yeah. Good luck, Jimmy, but um, hope you don't go too well. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Same to you. Nice one. All right. Good luck, boys. Go well and uh, catch you guys next week. Awesome. Cheers, Cheers guys. guys.